previously on Follow the Leader. Today, we're playing Ironsworn, a tabletop RPG of perilous quests by Sean Tompkin. For those of you who are new to this game, here are the basics. In the Ironsworn tabletop role-playing game, you are a hero sworn to undertake perilous quests in the dark fantasy setting of the Ironlands. You will explore untracked wilds, fight desperate battles, forge bonds with isolated communities, and reveal the secrets of this harsh land. Most importantly, you will swear iron vows and see them fulfilled no matter what. Uh, I am playing Bazda Steeltreads, a grizzled older woman who has long... I would, get, I would say salt and pepper braids, but, like, fully shaved head on her face, but, like, she's blonde. So, like, it's more of, like, a sort of a, like, a sifted flower. <laughs> like a sort of, like, golden and white sifted flower kind of vibe. I am playing Sigurd Silverloom, who is as old as Bazda. And thus should be grizzled, but is not. He moisturizes. Uh, he conditions his beard. Uh, he is just a friendly guy to everyone he meets. Uh, very sociable. His highest skill, uh, his highest stat is heart. Uh, he's just a real, real like people person. Uh, he's a dwarf dwarf. And he is um, kind of uh, like, the, like the personal relations uh, and, and, like, uh, human relations, dwarven relations, like, member of our party. Okay, well, I'll take that moment to introduce Geralt Shockcoppers. Uh, Geralt is what I would describe as strong of mind, but stunningly weak of chin. A good drinking partner, and no stranger to a little bit of underhand maneuvering. He's got wild red hair, very intricately braided side locks, and a very carefully trimmed and cultivated set of friendly mutton chops. Um, he's also got ragged hair up and down his arms and legs, and a slightly crooked nose and some silvery front teeth from just a few too many smart words during an even evening's revelry, as well as light, rusty brown eyes that are bright and alive. What we must do next is go into the earth, right? That's what we just resolved to do. So, to delve into the earth. With full supply. Time. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I have to go um, say goodbye to something. Oh, I mean, you know, we whenever we go down here, we're endangering ourselves. It's important that we pay attention to people in our lives and that they know where we're going and what's going on. Oh, yes, of course, that whole... I was hoping you wouldn't mention that immediately, but fair, understood. Uh, we should all see to our affairs before we go into dangerous places. Well, I've got no affairs to sort out, so I suppose I shall stay here and put on my armor. <laughs> uh, I will trust you to be able to do that. I think I may gather a little bit while our friend here sees off to his, uh, his significant mother. Sure. <laughs> I'm already gone. Uh, <laughs> slipped, slipped out while we were, while we were talking through the, the details. We now return to your game, already in progress.
Mm-hmm. So, Sacred Silverloom. <laughs> Basta is slapping her armor on in the loudest possible way. Uh, may I ask who you are going to see off? Or have you see off to you? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go say, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let, um, go to back to my, <clears throat> my dwarven two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> uh, uh, the second bedroom is an office. Fair. Um, uh, and, and I'm going to just let Frida know that I have been, uh, charged with a new quest and that it shouldn't be too difficult. It's just these, um... You know these religious folks that need to get their uh, their magic rocks out of the ground. Pretty routine. Shouldn't be more than a week. At most, of course. At, at most. <laughs> and I'm sure you share many gazes, many looks as you walk out the door. Bit of a backwards gaze, maybe. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I. <laughs> I um yeah you know I take a a a, um, a lock of her beard and weave it into my my necklace like an amulet to to carry with me as I delve into the darkness. <laughs> oh, Bass is not going to be happy about that. Um... Ah, and uh, Geralt, on the other hand of things, in the name of discreetness and of. Uh, Efficiency has already bid farewell to his fulgrim, Shock Coppers. Um, but he does have upon him a portrait which he carries in a pocket secret away on his belt. Um, hidden in there is just a very bold, somewhat silvered, rugged man who very much is the sheer opposite to poor Geralt and his lack of physique. <laughs> A lot of grizzled and rugged folk out, out here. You ever think about that? It's the dwarven way. It's like you're grizzled or you're rugged. Ruggedly grizzled. That's true. Nobody uses conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> God, why would you wear away the beauty? Only of pansies the use conditioner. <laughs> you weak sod. Hey, does Pasta have any, uh... Pasta have any, um... um What's the word I'm looking for? Not relics, not heirlooms. Mementos, I suppose, of better times. I would say that Bazda has a little portrait of Frida tucked away on her belt. She looks at in her more private moments and feels sad and looks grizzled and, and, and tired, gazing upon her wife whom she lost <laughs> so suddenly... Too Sigurd. Shut up. And I would say, I would uh, uh, further that Fulcrin was uh, perhaps related to Sigurd as well, distantly or closely, but that's sort of how... It's how we got the job, you Geralt know. kind of got shuffled into it, you know. First through family, then through a little bit of a... Listen, it's it's important to shepherd folks. Uh, Geralt needs a little bit of a, a wing to be under, and that's fine. You know, we all need to f- help find our place in the world. And I am perfectly obliged to your kindness and generosity in taking me along. I maybe would have preferred slightly different company, but I can see 
Maybe I'm meant to be a stabilizing presence in the trio here. I don't understand what you mean. Well, we can't choose our, our companionship on these on these missions, trust me. You can't. I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> I'll kill you with my bare hands. Perhaps understand that. Do you understand the tip of my axe, perhaps? Stay out of my fucking way. Basta. Basta's we... walked off already. <laughs> We're shield siblings. That means something. Side by side, shoulder to shoulder, against the enemies of the dark. Could do with a little less closeness to this one. I certainly hope when the time comes, I can count on the shield wall being up in front. Well, my shield's enough wall for all of us. I will trust you on that, Sigurd. As I, I strap Your head's this... enough wall for all of us. I put on my my little slouch hat um, and my I so I made a I made a hero forge of, of Sigurd so I know what all all the stuff he's wearing he's got a war hammer on his belt it is engraved um, by Frida she is she's a metal worker uh, he's got a he's got a cool hat that's like pinned up on one side um, he is wearing like kind of green. Uh, like mossy green armor, and he's got this big Roman like, wall shield that mm. is is as big as his like like torso and upper legs. It's the kind of thing where like you can set it on the ground and it comes up to your like like shoulders. Cool. Yeah. Um, and so he wear he wears that like strapped to his back like a turtle. You flip him over, watch him struggle. <laughs> I would never. I've got it's got a catch. I can just roll out of it. I do a combat roll. <laughs> Ever catch. I would say that uh Bazda is carrying a large great axe that was also made by Frida, uh in kinder times. Uh it was their betrothal. It was it was her betrothal gift. Um Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on into the fucking dungeon. <laughs> sure. I, I, the shock copper's name will not end with me. I will swear it. So let's let's <laughs> delve before this gets any worse. Yeah, come on. We got a yeah. We got very important work to do. That we do. A church consecration, always a very special event, and I'm glad that we get to be the ones to present them with their sacred relic. All right. All right. Um, so, what is yeah? What do we do? How do we play this bit? Okay. We so we 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 fast. We kind of fast tracking narrative. We start the expedition uh, by hand waving the journey of the site. So we, you know, we 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 get on our. Um, do we think we have beasts of burden like like uh, that carry us through the tunnels, or are we just walking dwarves? Ooh, that's a good question. I like the idea of having like large, like naked mole rat looking beasts of burden. Yeah. Like just big, ugly capybara looking things. Hell yeah. Oh, it's perfect too because they can lead us by the tremors. Like that. capybara the size of like a pony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Yeah. So I, so we, you know, we clamber onto him. Mine has a little uh, handkerchief around the neck. <laughs> uh, Adorable. 
Mm-hmm. Mine is like wearing like fucking war armor. It's got like spikes on like a face shield. I'm also wearing like full plate mail. Nice. Uh, <laughs> mine would have intricately braided leather collar on it with just uh, similar sort of tassels that come off of the uh, sides of the mm-hmm. collar. Um, yeah, and so we have this like montage of us riding our, our mounts down into the dirt, into the earth. Um, it's accompanied with a slide guitar, um, <laughs> yeah, and, and like whistling and some some uh, banjo. You hear the clinks and pickaxes, sort of distantly. Yeah, like riding past the mines into the into the caverns. Mm-hmm. People move the earth. Absolutely, just some bluegrass dwarves doing our doing our thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, until we um, reach, what is the what does the entrance to the cradle of Earth look like? You think it's like been excavated so much that it's like just this huge underground cavern that we just like are like we step to one like like uh, tunnel leading into it. Mm. So here's I like thought. the idea of like dwarven architecture, like yeah. sort of emerging organically from the stone, like like. There are sections that have been carved and beautifully created, and then they like seamlessly transitions into being the natural rock surface. Yeah, that's very like hewn, carved carefully. I think in addition to that, this is the cradle of the earth, right? This is our first sort of point of embarkation for dwarf for dwarven kind. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there are signs upon the walls of metals once riveted to them, of valuable steels, gold, silvers that used mm. to be displayed upon the front, that had long since been stripped off. Every so often there's a scrap that's still stuck by a stubborn rivet of mm. fancy, you know, engravings of events past, but now long since gone. Yeah, I like that. And maybe, like, when we get to the entrance uh, into the into the cavern, it's like, there's like a big sign like carved into the into the ceiling mm. of like um know that you step in the in the um tracks of our earliest ancestors do so with reverie nice was that that was a was that a recent carving was that something that was before we sort of abandoned probably might even like be um, something that kind of, that came from like like an earlier dynasty that was closer to the um, thing. Okay, to the okay. origins of our to- of our kind. Nice. Yeah, very good. And then, of course, as progress is wont to do, we've uh, we've handily walked right all over that. So, oh yeah, uh-huh. I'm sure, just it's... completely. <laughs> um, all right, um, sweet. So next, now we. Uh... We've discovered the sites. Now we drill, delve the depths. Is that what I what I think? Yep. Now we delve the depths to explore this place. So when we traverse an area within a perilous site, we can envision our surroundings, which we have done. Then consider our approach. So we can do this with haste, with stealth or trickery, or with observation, intuition, or expertise. And I think this is why Geralt is here. He's, he's got his goggles on. He's got his lights ready, prepared. He's pointing the bullseye deep in. Yeah, I was, I was like, I'm like, can I pat Geralt on the um on the back and say, Alright, Jerry, let's see what those uh goggles of yours can do. Right. Well, 
I did a little bit of tuning on them earlier this morning, so should have a little bit of the light brightening here and there. And he sort of uh, tweaks knobs on the sides of them. Um, sort of a spectacle comes out from one of the bands and lights up in front to sort of help with intensifying his view. Uh, mm-hmm. And he'll start picking about finding sort of the most efficient path down into our claim. So I'm going to roll this with wits. And we'll see how this goes. So let's give me a move. And I'm going to delve the deaths with my wits. Here we go. So I have rolled an 8. The challenge dice are a 5 and a 7 respectively, which gives me a strong hit. So on a strong hit, we delve deeper. We mark progress, which I believe is 2 progress per area, right? Um, Yeah. And we also find an opportunity. So I will mark that to progress on our shared sheet. Oh, you've already done it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and now we move on to finding an opportunity. So when we encounter a helpful situation or future within the site, we roll on the following table. And I can run through that as I make that roll. And if we're making this move as a result of a strong hit on delving the depths, I can pick or envision an opportunity instead of rolling. Then I can choose one of the following. I can get momentum for gaining insight and preparing. I can take action now, which allows any of us to directly leverage the opportunity. And that gives us plus one, and we take plus one momentum on a hit. So, you know what? I'm going to leave this one up to the dice since we're early on in this. So I'm good to roll us a d100, shall we? Hell yeah. Well, let's see what we get. This is an 89. So according to the table... And 89 means that we locate an interesting or helpful object. So what shall we do with it? Do we want some insight? Do we want to take action? Hmm, interesting. Let's find out what the object is. Do we have a, is there like a cool object oracle in the book? Hmm, Probably. Probably is. Let's have a look-see, shall we? Although, of Mm. course, if we're ever at a loss, we can always use our imagination, so. Very true. Let's think of some interesting we love to use our imagination on this podcast. <laughs> We're really stretching our muscles today. I like it. Yeah. Uh, here's something I'm curious about. Shoot. Mm-hmm. What does it look like to explore the cradle of Earth? Mm. That's a very good Because this was a crater at one point. I'm almost imagining that over the millennia, it's become akin to looking at an ant farm from above. Mm. Mm. So many burrowing creatures and other stuff have like move through this place in such different ways that like you know there's a there's a cavern ceiling and there's like a sort of like rough like um roof to a lot of the like a, a rough like even heights to a lot of these things but there is like it's almost become like labyrinthine and in the center is the nexus of the crater which is also the nexus of the like maze Mm, and so we have to just sort of like pick our way down to it, but we can like kind of see it down there. Yeah, like from our, the entrance to the area, we were able to see it. But then once we get like, oh yeah, we could try to be jumping across little mini cav- canyons. But... Or just like picking our way through them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's what it is too. Like this area is so, I mean, it's old, it's ancient, it's been picked across. So... I think what it is, is it's not just 
the paths of our ancestors that we're following. It's also the paths of beasts, of new residents, of other sorts of beings within the hold that we have to navigate around and sort of fight to not mistake for the axe marks and the boot treads of what came, and even the footprints in earlier sense. So a lot of it, a lot of this navigating by wit is finding which of these paths were constructed, what could possibly lead to our first stone. And it's recognizing, like, as our ancestors made it through the earth, right? At first, they had to hew with only the meteorite iron that they had in hand, with rough knuckles and fists, perhaps even tooth and nail at points. But as they started to get further up, the paths get cleaner, right? They get more even, they get more smooth, studied, um, what have you. So it's kind of doing that sort of reverse archaeological kind of examination, um, leading back down into the stone, finding that evolution as we walk the path to the first stone. I think yeah. with that, um, something interesting that we might find is just that hint, a broken tool by that sort of path where our ancestors kind of of the many, one path in particular that they sprung forth from when they finally poured out in onto the earth itself. Unless, of course, we have other thoughts. What do you all think? No, I like that. No, that I'm just like cool. sitting here nodding. Sorry for the listeners there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like it. That's fair. So I'll note that. So this was, uh, so it's an interesting or helpful object. It was we're thinking more interesting than helpful. It's like, oh, this is... This is a piece of history. Yeah. How does it look different than the than the picks and the axes and the hammers that we use today? I think these days we've gotten there we've gotten better at producing them, right? We produce them en masse. But this one here is really worthy of being called an artifact. I mean it's broken, the haft is gone, but the pick head is carefully engraved. And at first it seems ornamental, but then you realize that the way that they've structured this, the way that they've built this, it's stronger, it's sharper, it really digs away the earth in a way that one of our standard issue ones just doesn't work. It really is a case of they just don't make it like this anymore. Interesting. Damn. Um, I think uh, Sigurd will clap another hand on... Um... Geralt Shoulder says, now that is a heck of a find. This wasn't what we're here to, to get, but that is a good eye. And this is a, well, this is beautiful. Well, I'll have to thank you for those kind of words. Though well, it's not going to mean a whole lot without Handel to swing it by. Well, luckily there's plenty of folks back in uh, Ochre Hold who are very good at uh, carving new handles. Um, and uh, Sigurd like kneels down and pulls like a like a cloth like a almost like a blanket from his pack and like very carefully wraps it to put it in our kind of spoils chest. Okay, nice. maybe into like the saddlebags on our beasts of burden. Yeah, mm -hmm. as he does, um, as sort of attempting to try and start an olive branch situation, he will. Um, Gareth will sort of offer it out to Bosda. Like, do you, do you want to have a look? Just see a bit of the history. She sort of peers at it a little bit and goes, It's a, it's a bloody old pickaxe, isn't it? 
Hmm, I think with you, it will make more sense once you have it in hand and you're swinging it. I, I, I believe you might be right. <laughs> well, we'll have to set that aside and see if we can't get it put together for you. Hmm. Perhaps. I will patently drop it into the pack of Bosda's mouth. <laughs> I believe maybe the Archaeological Society might have something to say about that, but... Oh, that's fine. That's not an in-character thought. <laughs> <laughs> They don't know what they don't see. It's true. What they don't know won't hurt them. Very much so. Okay, that's our first delve. And we didn't really run into any problems yet, but do we also no, want to start we... keeping a map of what we're running across? Sure. Cool. Yeah, where, so where's the location that we found this in? Is it just like a specific, like a, a, did you just take us down a side path into a, um, like a nook that this had been like left in? Yeah, I think what it is, is at first, right, um, we see sort of the cracks above that light down into the place. But what this really is, is in one of those shadowed hollows, right? Um, most people have picked over what they can see easily, but uh, any but the, or rather, the most casual will stick to what they can see and just pick up what they can and run with it. Um, what Geralt would have done was navigated into one of those spots, sort of past the home, behind an alley, um, to this entrance where he found that pickaxe. So where we started in sort of the grand mouth of the cavern, where we wandered into the midst of the hold, now we're sort of in one of the hewn corridors that's leading down further into the depths. Annotate accordingly. This will be titled Cradle's Earth. And I will note down here down to the depths. There, a little map for us. Don't even draw an arrow. Hell yeah. It's a beautiful map. I love it. <laughs> it's always map. a good start, at least. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And we've got more to do, but I think as a result of finding this thing, there is one more thing that we get to do. I don't think we've taken action on this yet, and that's fine. If we did, we would have had to have made a move that was not a progress move. Um, yeah. But since we've just gained insight on this so far, I'm going to go ahead and take that one momentum. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I believe we keep delving. All right. Who wants the dice this time? Baza, do you want to uh, take point for a bit? I do want to take point. I would say that we are going to be moving forward with haste. I believe oh. Boz is maybe getting a little impatient, also because it happens to be my better roll. Yeah. So do I just, like, roll plus edge? You could roll plus edge. Uh, you could also um, go to the moves tab. Hmm. Oh, right. Yes. Um, delve the depths. Okay, that's good. A weak hit. A weak hit. That's a All four right. on the action score and an eight and three on the challenge dice, resulting in a weak hit. So Bazda like just rushes ahead. Like what 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 prompts this, Bazda? I feel what prompts Bazda to rush ahead? I think that Bazda hears something, and so she goes hold that thought, and just charges forward. Into the dark, with nary a light. Into the dark. Okay. Like, like she, she, like, like, 
slaps her reins on her on her war beast and gallops forward into the dark. Okay. All right. So uh, you can just hit that button on that roll to roll on the on the um, table to see what exactly it is we get. All right. Oh, very nice. Oh, perfect. <laughs> you. Uh, so you rolled mark progress and reveal a danger, which makes sense because we're making progress and you heard danger coming up. Yeah. Dovetail with a fiction. Nice. Would you like to roll a D100 to see what that danger is? I would love to. Yeah. Reveal a danger. 69. Nice. Nice. Okay. So to patch in the back, the nice thing about the Delve the Dust move is there's three different sets of tables you can roll on based on how you did it. One for Edge, Ooh. one for Shadow, and one for Wits, and they weigh each of the results differently. So Edge had a high chance for this. Um, <laughs> for revealing a danger, we've got that 69. So from what I see, a discovery undermines or complicates our quest. Mm. Mm. I was expecting it to be perhaps an encounter. Oh, we, we we could decide that it's an encounter instead. That's true, yeah. Very true. Reveal you know danger, sixty nine. A discovery. Oh yeah, no, I see that now. Yep. That's what we. Yeah. But uh, discovery undermines or complicates our quest. We could so, discover some hostiles. Yeah, we could discover some hostiles. Though I think that might be against the spirit of using the table. <laughs> I mean, so that's the nice thing about this, right? Like, this is fiction and role play at its finest. So. It's true. I think that gives us the agency to decide how we want to proceed through this, too, right? It sure does. Yeah. Do we want to get funky? Let's get funky. Yeah. I'm down for some fight in. Hell yeah. Okay, so how the heck do we get a denizen out of this, right? I think this one, it would be probably rolling on the denizen's table, correct? Yes. Yeah? Likely. Um... Or, yeah, I mean, but the denizens table will give us hostile and non-hostile denizens. True. Um, so if you want to just pick one that you think would be fun to fight at this juncture. I would say probably, like, a, one of the weaker ones just to start with. Okay. Get mm-hmm. us in the mood for fighting. I don't want to encounter a worm yet, you know? <laughs> no, certainly not. Not, no, not this early on. A, sorry, a worm. A worm. A worm. A worm, yeah. Um, we want bats or lizards, my friend. Ooh, let's go for some lizards. Yeah, some lizards. Okay. So, these monsters, we kind of got to figure out what their stats are here. Um, what we're up against. And I believe, primarily, we're rolling against them. Combat, if I'm not mistaken, works on... We're kind of swinging until we can uh, f- essentially finish them off, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, if I remember correctly. Um, so we, when, yeah, we, we, when you enter into combat, you set the rank of each of your foes, and then you determine who is in control. Okay, okay. So we've got a troublesome foe, a dangerous foe, a formidable foe, an extreme foe, or an epic foe. I think you mean these are just troublesome. I would say that lizards are just troublesome. I don't think they're the worst thing that we could fight right here. It's sort of the. Expected fodder up here early on. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we've got that. Um, we'll call them troublesome. So making them troublesome means that we get three progress per harm and that they inflict one harm back. And then we got to figure out oh, who's yeah. in control, right? So 
Mm-hmm. Are we facing against them? Are we moving into position or striking without warning? Or are we being ambushed? I think we're being ambushed, if only because Bazda just rode straight into them. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Very fair. So because we're being ambushed, Bazda gets to roll with wits when entering the fray. Oh, great. <laughs> Good luck. Awesome. So I just like roll a wits roll, or yep. is this a mm-hmm. move? It is. A... Uh, this, is, this is the enter the fray move. Yep. So probably you could do it in either way. Yep. And this gets into the initiative concepts. Yay! Got it. Enter the fray with wits. Cool. Ooh. Miss. Ooh. I take a swing at him with my big so... old war axe. <clears throat> And so I that's a Sabazda. Sabazda. I mean, let's 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 wind back the clock a little bit. Yes. Figure out the like. So Geralt and Sigurd are looking at this cool pick that they found. Uh, and like, did you see? Did you say that Geralt like put the pick in Bazda's um yeah saddlebag? Yep. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, so Geralt has turned it that way. And then Bazda, you. I mean, you said you heard something, but you. Then you got ambushed, so it might not have been that you heard something. It might have just been that you wanted to leave the situation. <laughs> yeah, Boz is like, mm, I don't like this emotional vulnerability bullshit. Let's get out of here. Like, cool, thanks. Bye. Mm-hmm. Rides off into the night mm-hmm. and immediately Incredible. is beset upon by lizards. Uh, um, cool, so then they, like... I think what's happening is, like, you go through a part of the maze around the cradle where there's, like, a, there's like ceilings that are closer where they were, like, kind of, like, lurking. Uh-huh. And I like the idea of them, like, detaching and then just dropping onto you. Ooh, Ooh. very good. Yeah, that's quite appropriate to the fiction. Cool. Ah, uh, uh, yes, so... On a miss, oh, also, for, for Edge of the Fray role... Um, on a miss, combat begins with you at a disadvantage. Pay the price. Your foe has initiative. I have paid the price and have gotten a new danger or foe is revealed. I like the idea that, like, <laughs> we've also come across, like, come upon a chasm at this juncture where, like, the new danger is the chasm now rather than being mm. a new foe. So it's like, there's lizards, but also, like, there's a chasm. I think that's fair, like, unsure footing. Maybe, maybe they, like... They like fall down and and like knock you from your from your steed, ah. and you go you roll and you nearly fall into one the chasm, and you stop yourself and your your um your like mole rat steed like kind of like barely stops itself from tumbling over, um, but then these with lizards have you kind of like backed up against the back of the fucking chasm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Nice. Fantastic. How, how does initiative work? So I believe we either uh, either we have it or the enemies have it. And who has initiative determines what role we make when we are in combat. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. It is clash when your foe has the initiative or when you have initiative. Okay, cool. Well, I think so, so. So we see Bazda like backed up against this like chasm. You know, the, the, the classic, like, a bit of it crumbles and falls into... Yeah. Um, and then Geralt and um, Sigurd are, like, riding up. And Sigurd's like, Bazda! Shit! Um, 
Ger- is how does Geralt look in this situation? Is Geralt like ready to to jump into the fray, oh, or he is patently not ready? He's got his goggles are like half on; they're skewed. Um, he is struggling to get his hammer out of his belt to raise it up in the air as they ride forward. Mm-hmm. Um, in that case, I am going to Sigurd leaps from his uh, his horse, his uh, his his wrap, um, and unslings his shield. Um, and I am going to face danger using my shield, which gives me a plus one when I use it as cover to face danger. I'm not I'm not advancing the fight, but I am changing it because I am going to hold it in front of me with both arms and just barrel through this like row, this like line of lizards to so that I can be uh, joining up with Bazda. <laughs> you, f- you great fucking idiot. Now we're both backed up against the fucking chasm. Yeah, together. Uh, poor girls. <laughs> I think, um, what he's going to be doing is he pulls the hammer from his belt uh, and he'll wind up for it. Oh no. Oh no! Holy <laughs> jeez! That's a 5 right. against a 10 and a 7 on the challenge dice. Mm-hmm. That's a miss. Oh my god, we're not doing great, huh? <laughs> uh, well, you know, this is what happens, right? <laughs> yep. This is what happens. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I'm like running in to try to, like, get to you. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll just roll on pay the price as well. Sure. See what happens. It doesn't seem... What do you think was the most obvious negative outcome for for me trying to run up with the bear with it? Is it just that I... Are now also at a disadvantage because you're also backed up against the side of a chasm? I could think of a little something. So... Are you mounted when you're doing this? No, I had, I had um, leapt to be on even footing. Okay, that's fair. How about this? You leap, but the ground is unsure beneath your feet. When you're sliding, I would propose that you might lose something as you slide. Hmm. I don't have that much stuff. Amulet with my ex-wife. But that it's hard to it's imagine right how that would... Yeah, no, it's so yeah. true. You're, you're so right. <laughs> um, it could be it could be that I um I do get knocked off, mm. but I'm not like I'm not out of it. I like manage to draw my my warhammer, uh, which has like a pick on the on the back the reverse side, and like I cling to the to the uh, chasm. Yeah, and don't like I'm not lost to it, but I am like in a bad spot as well. I think that makes sense. Okay. Really put- Butter on the floor here? What the hell's going on? (laughs) These rocks, they're not secure. We've been mining them for ages. Of course they'd be a little weak. Um, oh, maybe I should try something fun, huh? Is it time for invoking? No, I don't think it's time for that just yet. I will save that for a, a rainier day. Okay, um, I think what Geralt is going to do is... He's going to dry and draw some of the fire. So I think he's going to take his hammer and just wing it at one of the lizards in a clash to try and get them 
distracted and hopefully out of the way to take initiative away from them. So, since he's hurling it from range, I think this is being a droll. And I should note that his combat stats are not very good, so we'll see how well this goes. <laughs> so, clash with edge. And no modifier, smile. That's also a miss. I've rolled a 4 against a 7 and an 8, so... In this case, I believe that also means I pay young price. Uh, and my post has initiative. <laughs> so, yep, you are outmatched and must pay. So let's pay. Hope we don't end up with a failed dwarven mission with all of us dead. That would be it's, so sad. It would be so sad, and also very funny if we all died to these lizards. Just immediately, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so... Oh, it didn't give me the funny button to do so. I guess I'll hit this button. Oh, sorry. I meant to do this one. Here we go. Uh, 31. Yes. Something of value is lost or destroyed. Um, I think he just flung his weapon off the edge. <laughs> Good job, his, man. His Good lethal job. weapon has gone winging into the chasm, and now he no longer has it. So, so I'm, like, clinging to the side of the chasm with my war pick, <laughs> and I just see your fucking hammer just go, it's spinning, spinning into nothing. This woo is cutting a nice arc, at least as it goes. Right into this the is arc. not a good start. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. Yeah, I'll say. <sighs> All right, uh, I am gonna just sort of start wailing on them with my with my axe. I have a weak hit. Nice. That's something. I inflict my harm, but then pay the price. My foe has initiative. God damn it. A five and a one and a five for challenge. Hey, that's good, though. You're landing hits. So I inflict plus one harm on the enemies. Nice. Uh, you, oh, you inflict plus one harm? Or I inflict my harm, which I'm guessing is... Oh, okay, wait. So uh, I, you the inflict harm, your harm. I think the harm has to do with, with, how, with how dangerous the enemy is. Oh, okay. So I yep. inflict harm. And then I pay the price. My foe still has cool. initiative. Causes a delay or puts me at disadvantage. Okay, so I, you know, I, I start swinging at the at the lizards. How many lizards are we gonna say there is? Maybe like three. Yeah, but it's, they're it's like a they're like, like a half dozen. That makes a little more sense. I was thinking like these are like like iguana sized like mm. big chompers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, yeah, I start wailing on them and maybe hit like one of them over the edge of the cliff. It also goes sailing past. It's raining out here. <laughs> so sad. Sure We're is. We're just throwing everything down. Yeah, but uh, you know, I don't manage to gain any sort of advantage. I'm just sort of like, kind of ineffectively like swatting them around. Maybe I, like, knock one of them into, uh, Geralf. Geralf? Yep. So, something to note, too. When it comes to inflicting harm, um, and I'll note this for our benefit as well as everyone else's, uh, when using a deadly weapon, such as a sword, axe, spear, or a bow, you actually inflict two. Um, so if, for instance, we're fighting this troublesome enemy, uh, that would be three progress per harm. So I think we actually get six from this. On the other hand, oh, wow. if you're unarmed or wield an improvised or simple weapon, such as a shield, stick, club, staff, or rock, 
You inflict one harm, and that's where poor Gerald is down to now. He's got no weapon. Good job. All right. That's fair. Okay, yeah, you can burn one magazine. That's what it is. Have positive momentum where after you roll your move, you may cancel any challenge dice that are less than your current momentum value, giving you an automatic hit. That's a good point, and probably something we could use now. And that was that that would set you back to two. So, because uh, I have four momentum, which is not a, a crazy amount, um, but still useful. Um, right, it has to be less than your momentum value. Okay. Yeah, um, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try to uh, get. Um, I'm gonna let's not make let's not make a meal out of me getting back up, um, but I'm going to so I'm gonna I'm gonna clamber up uh, as Basta is just swinging her axe like crazy. Um, we still don't have the momentum the uh, the initiative, so I'm going to clash as well um, with my shield once more. Just this time, not, less less like a battering ram and more like a. Um, Fucking wrecking ball, just bashing them around. Okay. Uh, and we'll see if I manage to uh, to turn the tide here. And I'm going to be doing it with my iron because I'm up in close quarters. Yeah, I think the tracks. We can. All right, that is a weak hit. A seven against a ten and a five. So we can either take initiative or bolster our position. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna take initiative. So, Bosdi, you're like swinging and swinging and swinging, but they're like, there's a lot of them, and they keep getting up behind you. And then you hear this like, slamming sound as a bunch of them just go flying, and uh, you feel Sigurd's hand on your, on your back, and he says, "Got your six. Slaps hand off my back, <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks for the help. I didn't need it. Leave some for them, killer. Oh, boy. Um, uh, we now have the initiative. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. So that means that now we would be using the strike. Yep, we would be striking instead. Um, I'm going to say, <laughs> uh, rather than attempting to swing again, um, I think that Geralt is actually going to compel. So, having seen his main source of oh, I um, oh, yeah. I uh, I mixed I mixed him up. I was looking at enter the phrase um, thing. Um, oh, okay. On a weak hit for clash, you inflict your harm but pay the price. Your foe has initiative. So I don't I didn't actually do that. Oops. Uh, I did still inflict initiative uh, damage. So we're like we've nearly filled their clock. Or one away, yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, their their tracker, which the way it works is, we can always try to fulfill a vow or fulfill a quest or end a fight. But the more progress points you have, the the more full the tracker is, the easier it is to do a success. Very fair. Actually, that may be a good case for this then. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's try to end the fight then, shall we? Hell yeah. Let's take a look. See at that roll. Here we go. Okay, what do you do to do to do? Make a move to take decisive actions for a strong hit. Uh, I see, I would need to uh, <laughs> actually make the move to do so first, I think. Mm-hmm. 
if you do roll the challenge dice and compare to progress. Okay, that's fair. Then I don't think I'm cut out for this just yet, but what I am going to do is try and compel. So, um, um, Also, I did roll uh, to pay the price, which was the current situation worsens. Oh, God. And I think that might be that, like... We're starting, this fight starting to drag on a little longer, and these lasers are they're starting to be more of them. Oh no. I think we lose a couple progress points as, they, as their numbers refresh. Yeah, that's a good point. So the nice thing about this too, just to step back from it a bit, is when it comes to paying the price, it does give us some options for what we can do as well. Um, obviously there's room for interpretation that we can do, but if we're not super satisfied with the table, then it does also mention we can do things like make the most obvious negative outcome happen, or we can use an oracle to do choose between two negative outcomes. We can do one that's likely and one that's unlikely. We can do a half and half uh, and essentially roll the bones to figure out how exactly we want to do it. Or if we have difficulty interpreting the result for the situation, we can actually roll again to see what the price is um, once more. But I think we've done pretty clear in this one. So, um, Gareth will sort of size himself up. He'll make himself bigger to, on his mount, sort of take advantage of his height up to try and scare them off, essentially. I think with this one, he's this is not his stature, but since he's leveraging his mount's size as part of this one, I would almost state that. Uh, um, it's a threat. It's just him attempting to go hard with it. So it's still iron for him, which is still not great, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, that's a three against a seven and three. However, I have plus three momentum, so I'm actually going to burn the momentum to get a weak hit. Hell yeah. Oh um, yeah. So this is persuading someone to do something. I envision my approaching role on a weak hit as above, but they ask something of me in return. Um, ah, that's a relationship move, is it? Can I compel beasts? Well, I think in this case it would be probably quick action, right? Like, we've gotten them to back off a bit, but I think in this case it would be sort of making a move as to getting out of here or deciding to finish them off. Does that make sense, the rest of the room? Yeah. Ooh. Okay, and I'll reset my momentum to two. Although I think outside of that, I don't we didn't make much progress with that, unfortunately. I think it just caused them pause. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> let's see if we can't bring it home. Yep. Yep. Do you want me to try to end the fight? Yeah, get a swing and see what happens. Yeah. But basically you just need to What is the field progress on this? Uh, the fill progress on this right now is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But remember, you gotta um, describe what I'm you doing. You gotta you gotta make a move to make this to take decision action. You gotta you gotta um, score a strong hit. Yeah. And then resolve the fight. Yep. Yes. Yep. Thankfully, we still have an issue because I didn't. Cool. So I I did, failed to end the fight because I scored a weak hit. We haven't. We have not yet had an opportunity to end the fight. So, yes. Yeah, we have not yet beaten the baddies. So um, the lizards. Uh, but you still deal your, you still deal your, um, your harm, which means that it's the clock is full. Okay. Um, 
we are win we are winning the fight with the lizards, but but they're they're coming at like such a rate, and we're we can't make decisive so, action to, to end it yet. Okay, I see. We can't fully. We haven't been able to fully defeat them. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Um, we could turn this into a battle. I think so. When you fight a battle and it happens in a blur, envision your objective and roll. Um, if you primarily fight at range or use your speed and the terrain to your advantage, it's edge. Depending on your courage, allies, and companions, roll hearts. Uh, close combat to overpower your opponents, roll iron. Trickery to befuddle your opponents, roll shadow. Or careful tactics to outsmart them, that's plus wits. Um, if, we, if we get a strong hit on that, we achieve our objective unconditionally and gain plus two momentum. On a weak hit, we achieve our objective but pay the price. And on a miss, we are defeated and the objective is lost to us. So I could try to rally you mm. and, and battle with heart. But if I miss, we lose. Like the whole game? Well, like, we lose the fight. We lose the fight. Yeah. Which, which means we like have to flee and like we have to like we lose a lot of progress. Yeah, I think we get battled backwards. Mm. I think that's a good sort of move to go for. Yeah, I think so. Well, then I will say, my friends, my allies, we got to go with these lizards stop us. We got work to do. Come on. All together now. Let loose a great big yell. Aha! Strong hit. Nicely done. Woo. A six against a four and a two. So I like, I like shut, like stick my shield in the ground and, and like use it as like a, like a cow tipper. Um, or a, like a from a for a from a um, what's it called? Like a car, but not a car. A train. Yeah. Whatever the, those are called. Yeah, I think that's what it's captive. Mm-hmm. And just like start to charge, and then behind me, I'm like, "Bosta gum!" And you just do your chopping. Start wailing at him. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. answer to you. <laughs> Meanwhile, Garrett... why does it have to be? It, it, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, Geralt, bereft of a weapon, just results to uh, taking advantage of the terrain and yelling and letting his voice echo off the walls to disorient the lizards. Hell yeah. yeah. And so I take with that two... strong hit, can we end the fight? Yeah. Uh, we w- we win the fight regardless. Oh, cool. By way of battle, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. And that's plus two momentum. Cool. We did it. Plus two momentum. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Cool. Clean, right? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hit the fun button. And the lizard challenge is done. Defeated. Thank goodness. 